What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Married to Reality. I'm your co-host, John, here with my wife and co-host. It's the one and only Teresa. Or in English, Teresa. (laughs) (laughs) Or in Czech, Teresa. Or in Czech, Teresa. Hello, everyone. How's everyone doing? I am fired up. Maybe this was my favorite episode of the season so far. It was really good. It was really good. Say my name again in Czech. Teresa. Yes. I just, I rolled it. Oh, I know. I chipped a tooth on that roll. Do it again. Like Do it again. Tara. Teresa. Nice. Teresa. <laughs> Teresa. I mean, I did, I needed to make a clear differentiation between Guillermo <laughs> or in English Guillermo. Yes, I got that. I like it. I like it. I sh- you should probably call me Teresa all the time. Me? Did you yeah. like No. <laughs> I think I'll get tonsillitis if I keep that up. I was out of control. <laughs> but what's up, guys? Here we are to talk about 90 Day Fiance Season 9, Episode 15. As I said before, I loved this episode. It was a great episode. And here's what happened, full disclosure. If you guys listened to the Married at First Sight pod, you knew we were in Boston. We were flying back last night. And so we had a little delay, a little airline delay, as people tend to do these days. Classic. And it worked out nicely because we were able to watch 90 Day on the Plane. Yes, that's so true. Shout out to JetBlue with those nice direct TV (laughs) headrests. But so we watched it and we were so exhausted. We had a wild weekend. It was 95 degrees in Boston, wearing a suit, right? We We were tired. And so we thought, should we take notes? Should we watch and take notes? Should we just watch? Should we just sleep? And we said, let's just watch it. Let's not take notes, but let's just watch it. And it was the first time we watched the first time around without taking notes. A lot of times we'll watch it, take notes, then watch again and not take notes. Yeah. But this was the first time we watched it the first time without taking notes. Mm -hmm. And I really enjoyed that. Yeah. I really enjoyed being able to watch it. And just watch it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And maybe that's why I enjoyed this episode so much. But I think even the second time, because we just watched it again and took notes, still holds up. Oh, yeah. A lot I, happened. I loved it. And I'm actually glad we didn't take the notes on the plane because every single time there was an mm-hmm. announcement, yep. they pause it. So, uh, folks from the flight yeah. deck, uh, hope you're not watching 90 Day Fiance because uh, we're going to have a couple interruptions here. Yeah. So we would be basically. We'd have to watch it and yeah, take notes Yeah, I'd have to twice. watch it again, yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So this is not really related, slightly related. There was a flight, Delta flight yesterday going from JFK to Czech, right? Oh boy. International travel. Two hours in, as they were kind of approaching Greenland, oh boy. something happened, oh and boy. they had to spin it around and go back to JFK. What happened? Something with the hy- hydraulics. Oh. But isn't it crazy? Like, you're basically above the Atlantic Ocean yeah. in the middle of nowhere. There's nowhere for you to land. You have to spin <sighs> it around. I wish you didn't tell me this. Why? Because we have to fly again in a week. And Well, yeah, but flying above America, there are other, other airports you can land. Yeah. Po- potentially, right? That was the right? closest one? There's no yeah. airports in Greenland? There's got to no. be an airport in Greenland. No, I no. Guess no, Iceland, no, but no. not Greenland. But I think, like, I guess... Then flying back to JFK is easier than trying to land in Boston or so because it's so close. Yeah. I guess they knew that they, they'll make it, but they didn't think they would make it across the ocean. Anyway, 
We're here to talk about positive things, like this episode of 90 Day Fiance. It was positive. Yeah, all, all's well that all's well that Anyways, what's up? We're here to talk about, like I said, episode 15. Before we do, a little housekeeping here. If you want to follow us on Instagram, on social media, you should do it. You should do it at Married to Reality Pod on Instagram, on Facebook. Just search Married to Reality. Everything's happening on the socials. We keep you updated. We post our news. Mm-hmm. We do memes. You message us. It's a beautiful thing. So follow us on Instagram, especially at Married to Reality Pod. Yes. We love it. We love chatting with you guys. We love hearing from you. Please keep it up. Yeah. And speaking about chatting with you guys, you're chatting with us on the Patreon, and we love that. Oh, my gosh. So check out the Patreon if you haven't. Full disclosure, since I am the social media manager, president on Instagram, oh, right? Yeah, yeah. John's kind of presidenting the Patreon. <laughs> I showed so, you how to do it. Oh, I know. But I'm kind of letting you take the lead. So you also chat with our friends. Yeah. I also look. Yes. So I know what's up. Good. But guys, if you're chatting with us on Patreon, that's most likely John. Yeah. And here's the the double dutch I'm trying to figure out on Patreon is you guys are comment like we'll post an episode or a video or a photo, a little behind the scenes stuff, and you'll comment on it. And I want to comment because I want to let you guys know I see what's going on and I have thoughts to contribute. But I also want the community to just exist on its own. Like I want our friends to be able to chat back and forth yeah, without us can, moderating. We can chime in. I'm going to take, go, I'm I'm gonna, gonna, uh, see, I'm gonna take over. And this is why Teresa does it because I overthink too much. This oh, is guys, my, okay, okay, okay. Forget what I just said. I'm going to be talking to you on Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> if you're listening to this, Teresa is talking to you now. But yes, it's it's all happening on Patreon, all the chatting, all the good times. Patreon.com slash married to reality you guys know we're currently covering seeking sister wife at the cousins club and family affair level at the highest level there's video there's a bonus pod once a month but the most important thing is once seeking sister wife comes to an end we're gonna have to find another show to cover on patreon if you're a patreon member no matter what level you're at friends with benefits cousins club family affair no matter what level we're gonna have a poll you're gonna help us decide well you're not even gonna help us you're gonna decide what we're covering next. So get yes. on that Patreon now. Get get ready for the poll. And we want to hear what you want us to cover that's going to happen on Patreon. Absolutely. And just to let you know, I know we've been in and out and our schedule was all over the place because of our travels and weddings and all kinds of things work. But as far as I know, we should be around yeah, we for the rest of the summer, we pretty should, much. There might be one week in September. It could be Labor Day. It might be Labor Day. So you okay. guys might have some travel things going on too. One week in September, there may be a delay, but maybe not. So we might be done with delays for the yeah. foreseeable future. And we are actually going on another vacation with John's family, but oh, we'll we're bring the, our podcasting the stuff. Podcasting because it's more of a relaxed vacation where we're just going to hang out and enjoy the calm and we'll be in the same time zone the european yeah. was difficult because of the time zone and of course we hadn't seen your family in three years yeah so we have to spend my family we see them all the time sorry rach but <laughs> <laughs> maybe my sister will sit in on the podcast with us for yeah, a second or two and, and say hello but we talked about it so we'll, we'll manage to do it so we should be all caught up this yes. week, guys. Don't don't be mad. We're back. Yes. So that's patreon.com slash married to reality. That's the scheduling. Make sure you're following us wherever you're listening to the podcast right now. So no matter when we drop an episode, you'll get it. All you have to do is look down, smash that follow button. Guys, smash it like it's 
as hot as Kara's love for Guillermo. Ooh. Because I honestly... As, as her love for who? Guillermo. Guillermo. <laughs> Hold on, it sounds like I'm... Am I starting a lawnmower? Guillermo. <laughs> Guillermo. It's the language, come on. Oh, I love it. I love it. Why so- can't I do it? You do it. Am I culturally appropriating if I do that? No, I'm going to say the name however you want me to say the name. I'm, I Teresa. love it. Sure, go right. for it. I'll just, I want to, I just. It hurts to do. I'm giving you a day. Then you're going to go back to tea. Oh, yeah, it's way too hard. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, but yes, I, I honestly, I don't want to talk about it, but I love Karan Guillermo. And I, I have to say, I was thinking back in all this 90 days recent that we've watched and are they the only normal couple that actually truly have love for each other? Like, I love the way she loves him. Like, I yeah. love it. She's wild. Yeah. But she owns up to all her shit and she just loves him. And I the mean, fact that she... No, no, no. But listen, the fact that she's the bride, right? She walks down the aisle and she says, oh my God, he's beautiful. That this is all yeah. I ever wanted. That's all she said about him. She goes... Oh, he looks amazing. Oh, he's so beautiful. Those are two physical attributes. That then she says he's in. everything I, I ever wanted. Yeah. Come on. I still think the love story of the season is even Muhammad, but you can tell me <laughs> you can tell me I'm crazy. <laughs> Save it. You're, you're crazy. Save it. Okay. Okay. Smash it like it's as hot as those two hotties in love with each other. And one last thing, if you haven't left a review, if you could do that, we love when you guys do that. And we read the five star reviews on this podcast right now. We read them. I'm going to read them. I'm going to read it. one right now. Do it. We got a new Do one. It. Comes to us from our friend Nurse Deezy. Hello, Nurse Deezy. Nurse. They write, love them. New listener, hooked. Love it, love Five it, love stars. it. Five stars. Love it. Nurse Deezy writes, I found this couple when they were guests on the Reality Gaze podcast. Sh- shout, shout out, out to, to the Reality Gaze. They're awesome. Decided to give them a try and I'm hooked. John has a very soothing voice. Oh, hello. It's a little tired right now because I was going wild at that wedding. The oh, the no. wedding. Well, that, that could be too. It's a little tired. I hope it's still soothing. Teresa is great. I love her observations and she really brings it. Thank you. I love that. Thank you. I feel they're genuine and honest and share a lot of comments that align with my thoughts. I'm a new fan. I'm excited to listen to more episodes. It's hard to find a Mavs podcast that I like. Hmm. I also watch 90 Day and Below Deck, not the sailing one, though. I think Married to Reality should do episodes on Selling Sunset on Netflix. Well, as we just said on the Patreon, get on that Patreon. Yeah. We're going to throw up some shows that we might cover, and you're going to vote. So I don't know if the Selling Sunset will be one of them, but get on there, and you can vote. New listener, ready to binge. I'm here to stay five stars. I love this. What a great, genuine review. You know where Dee's from? Where? Because she included it. San Diego. Stop it. Shout out to San Diego. Shout out to Mavs can you 15. S- can you please send me some seal photos? <laughs> like <laughs> the, real seal photos? The real deal seal? The real deal seal. I'm obsessed with seals. You guys know that. Our yeah. listeners know my obsession with seals. And San Diego has so <sighs> many of them. It's just beautiful. Love it. I should just live with the seals. And you. And the, yeah. One one big happy family. <laughs> Thank you, Nurse Deezy. Thank you, D. That was Thank you so much. It was beautiful. awesome. All right. How about a little 90 day, by the way, before we get into this episode? Yes. Okay. Number one. For someone who continually claimed she wasn't looking for fame or for 90 day clout, she keeps appearing back in the news for 90 day related things. Okay? Okay. So Am I can I guess or what? You won't guess, I don't think. 
<laughs> Give me one name. I don't Excuse know. Excuse you. <laughs> um, this isn't the person, but it's all related. Stepanka, okay? We know Stepanka. Oh. There's not, but of far jar fame, right? Mm-hmm. She had another entrepreneurial idea. She auctioned off 60 minutes to the highest bidder, a 60-minute date with the highest bidder. An actual date? A virtual date. Yeah, I saw something on social media when she was posting about it. I didn't go deep on it, though. So you you didn't see who won? No, I did not. And this is the person I'm saying said they didn't want any 90-day fame, but this person bid. Ooh, can I guess? You you didn't have a great guess the first time, but go for it. I said... Okay. That's that's, that's Is that a fart in a jar? No, that's thinking. Okay. How do you think? Okay. That's me thinking. (laughs) Makes for great podcast. This is how I think. Okay, who? Okay, okay. Michael from Connecticut. No. That would have been more interesting. I'm going to just tell you. Okay, okay. One more. Andrew. From From Amira and Andrew? Yeah. No. Okay, I'll give up. The highest bidder, 27 Hundred dollars, drum roll, please. Nice, okay. Stephanie of Stephanie and Ryan of Ladyville, Belize. That's Stephanie. Of oh wow, yes. So she paid twenty seven hundred dollars. She won this date to talk to Stepanka. She says to talk marketing ideas. All right. Let me save you twenty seven hundred dollars, Stephanie. Fart in jars. There's your mar- <laughs> There's your marketing idea. Yeah, what's up with her? I feel like she's been pretty quiet lately. Yeah, and the funniest part of the whole thing to me, she isn't big enough, doesn't have enough clout to just DM Stepanka and be like, hey, 90 day or 90 day or Stephanie to yeah, Stephanie. Yeah, I'm sure she could. Can we talk? But she paid 2700 She probably knew she's going to make some headlines by doing this. Mm-hmm. So it's all about exposure. Yeah. Think, Jonathan. Well, think. We're, we're giving it to her. Stepanka, Stephanie. Let's get a follow up on this date. Let's see how it went. Let's let's hear how it went. Yes. Okay, that's number one. Number, number two. Two. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We've seen a lot of questionable characters on Ninety Day Fiance. That's for sure. We have another. He may take the cake. You may. You <laughs> may have heard this. You may have seen the headlines. I'm not sure. Do you remember a Michael Baltimore who was featured on Jay and Ashley's segments? He was one of the barbers who Jay worked for. Yes. He's now on America's Most Wanted list. What? For a host of crimes, one being murder. What? Mm Mm-hmm. You want to know who he murdered? Who? I hope he doesn't listen to this. I honestly thought about not including this because I don't want to draw attention to us. And then he comes after us. But every newspaper has written about this TMZ people. Okay. Everyone's just, so I don't think he's going to be bothered. Who did he murder? Jay? Nope. The owner of the barbershop who was also on the show. Oh, my gosh. So yeah. I guess the owner isn't wanted anymore. Why would the owner be wanted? Well, if he's dead. The, what? No, no, no. The, person, oh. the killer is wanted, oh. not the, wait, wait, not wait. the victim. So there were two guys. Remember the two guys yeah. that ran the barbershop and Jay worked for them? Oh, Jay. One of them killed the other one. Is Jay the one? Oh, no. 
is the one that wanted the one who dated Ashley after, afterwards? Ooh, there were some rumors. I don't know if they actually dated. I, I don't know, but uh, that's the story. And apparently he's on the run. Pennsylvania authorities are looking for him. Oh, geez. Stay up north. Yeah, stay up there. <laughs> yeah, and, and we thought the bathroom BJ was the worst thing that happened at that barbershop. Oh, wow. Wait, how did it get out? Like, he wasn't... What are you talking about? How did a murder get out? No, 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 no. How did it become so... I don't want to say popular because that's the wrong word, but how did TMZ and other news outlets find out about it? He was... An extra, if I have to say it, on a 90 Day Fiance show, right? Yeah. If he's not like, oh, he's Leonardo DiCaprio and he murdered someone. It's like big thing. I don't know, but it's it's a big story now. I didn't see this anywhere. It's a big story. You heard it here first then. I did. Yeah. I, I was just on, 90, on our Instagram just browsing and looking oh, at yeah? shit and I didn't see anything. Yeah, there it is. It happened a few days ago. I feel like sometimes because we share the account... Like sometimes when you look at things and they disappear and shit, and I don't see That's it possible. anymore when I go out. You're when swearing, I go, you're swearing a lot. Just a heads up. Do I? You are, currently. I just said the shit word. Now that's the third time you've said it in the last three minutes. So just drawing a little attention there to you, Teresa. We have children that listen to this podcast. I hope not. We definitely. I like genuinely hope we do not have kids listen to us. You know, my sister listens to it with the children in the car. Okay, if you're three. Okay. I think you're fine. Uh, okay. I think you're fine. No, you heard it here first. <laughs> All right. That's enough 90 day, by the way. Let's get I into this. love it. Let's get into Well, we don't love the murders. Well, but, uh, we don't love that. But, but we, we enjoy talking about I love the by the way. 90 day news. Yes. All right. Sunday night, 90 day fiance, season nine, episode 15. We are screeching to a halt towards the end of the season. We are coming. But this, I'm telling you, this is... This is going to be a big finish, I think, because this episode was great. I think the next looking pretty good. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited. Let's talk about this one. Let's start with the couple lovebirds. Want All right. With, want to start with Kara and Guillermo? Let's do that. It's wedding day. Kara's getting all done up, and I need everyone to call in. I need, I need to hear from all of you. Sound off. How are we feeling about Kara's Betty Boop hairdo? Okay, okay, okay. I have the answer for you, how I feel. You have your answer, yeah. Yes. First. Ring, ring. Teresa's calling in with her answer. I'm calling in. So when I saw it on the previous last week, I was like, oh my gosh, what has she done to herself, (laughs) right? Yeah. But watching her today from all the angles and then she put a dress on, I thought it was great. I actually liked it. Ooh. Okay. Because it, it was a vibe. Like it was. Totally. She looked great like honestly when i just saw in the previews the hair from this one bad angle i was like oh my god bad Mm -hmm. but no i totally changed my mind i loved it what i did not love was guillermo's suit okay what color was that okay all right let's stay on topic here we're talking about the hair okay (laughs) i have many thoughts I have many thoughts. And All I know right. it's not my place to have thoughts about someone else's hair, but Oh, you can't. Go we for have it. a podcast. Let me share my thoughts. One. Context is everything, I think. Okay. And so I do think she looked good. I thought the hair looked yeah. good. I thought it was a little out of place for a German beer hall wedding. I thought it was fine. 
Okay, that's I'm I'm sharing my you okay. shared your thoughts. You called in. <laughs> I hung up on you. Now guys, I'm calling you just see John's face. John's face. He's like looking at me like I'm sharing my, my turn thoughts now. now. Um, so that's thought one. Thought two, and this is a general broad strokes thought. I may have shared it before, and again, I know it's not my place to comment on whatever someone else wants place. to do. Go for it. But for weddings or other events, we fall in love. I fell in love with you, Teresa, for your everyday look. Consider me Mitch on maths, right? I love a sweatpants. I love a T-shirt. That's what we get day in, day out. I love you for that. Sometimes you say I look like a child. Well, I'm not going to comment on that, but... <laughs> it's usually when I wear my seal pajamas, guys. <laughs> but <laughs> Being honest. You know what I'm saying is I love your day-to-day look. That's yes. what I fell in love with. That it's, it's what puts a smile on my face every day. So then... A wedding look, you're going to completely change. And I'm speaking about Karen now. You're going to completely change how you look. Well, show me the look I fell in love with. But she didn't. She still had her classic makeup pretty much. The lipstick that she wears. I think the Mm -hmm. dress was very her. And I can see her. She she sometimes curls her hair. So I don't think it was that out of out of place. Mm. I thought it was actually pretty good. It'd be the equivalent if I shaved my head the morning of the wedding. Like, I can't do too much drastically with my hair, but the the difference between her normal hair and the hair she wore to the wedding would be if I shaved my head the morning of the wedding. I hear you. I honestly was thinking about after our wedding that I probably should have kept my hair just straight because that's my my look. And I had had wavy hair from our wedding. It looked great for the first two, three hours, and then it just... You know, the Your hair was not as extremely different. No, it wasn't. It wasn't. As but Kara's. No, it wasn't. It wasn't. But I was thinking like maybe I should have gone with my typical look. But every girl wants to do something slightly different for the wedding. Slightly different is good. And again, I thought she looked good. I'm just saying I, I always find it interesting when someone drastically changes their look when you're trying to represent yourself as the person who is getting married to the other person they love and let's show think, what we love about each other. All right, back to me. Agree to, di- agree to disagree. Okay. I think if her makeup was out of control, that would be like, whoa, Zell, mm. like what are you trying to do? She looked very natural, even with whatever makeup she had. Okay. That was her. That was her lipstick. That was her makeup. Yeah. The hair was fine. Okay. Like they, they bother, It doesn't bother me that you do something wild with your hair. Like in check, yeah. when we do proms and shit, Girls go nuts with their hair. I've, that's I've, prom. That's prom. Yeah, but you, you still, you do something different because it's an event, right? Okay. Wedding is an event. Why not? I would actually, again, if girl does way too much makeup, it's way different that she looks different. Different, yes. Then it's like, all right, well, that's not really you, but the hair, I'm all for it. Okay. Call in. I have a feeling I'm going to regret asking you guys to call in because I'm sure everyone's going to side with I'm Teresa, all for it. I love it. But okay. <laughs> and I'm not saying she looked bad. I actually thought she looked good. No, I'm but just saying good. I don't I don't know why people want to look different on their wedding day. Look like the person I proposed because to. Because girls, no, no, no. Again. Okay. When you proposed to me, I was eating <laughs> beef jerky. like that. Yes. In your seal pajamas. <laughs> I was not in my seal pajamas, but I was dirty because we were moving. Okay. And I, as much as I loved the whole moment and everything you would not want me to walk down the aisle like that all right let's talk slightly about the venue then because Kara found a german beer hall to get married and it was a little last minute so she had to do what she could do let's recap all of their shooting locations from this season beer a a brewery times two 
a winery, and now a beer hall. Woo girl's going to woo. Listen, you they love do what to you drink. Do. What I loved about this, okay, I didn't mind it. I thought, I love that she actually was like, you know what, Guillermo wants a little bit of bigger wedding. We are still on a budget and we have a really tight timeline, but let's do something bigger than a, than a town hall, right? Sure. I loved it. And what I loved and I thought it was really cool was when people were sitting down waiting for them to mm-hmm. go down the aisle, everyone was drinking a craft beer. Craft craft brew in and the And I'm pew. like, can I go to a wedding yeah. like this? Yeah. So I honestly thought it was cool. You know who else was drinking beers though? Who? People at the bar. Did you see when Kara was walking in? There yeah. People sitting at the bar. And I was like, a couple of randos hanging around your well, ceremony. Okay. Not if the best. If you're trying to save money, you're not going to buy at a brewery. You rent a... You rent the event room. Yeah. And many times you see it all over the place. Like people rent a place or some space. Yeah. And there might be a restaurant downstairs or restaurants in the front. Like I guess some people it's cannot just buy out the whole place. The crowd that was at the brewery or the crowd that is at a brewery usually doesn't fit in as well with a wedding crowd. Because I will say this was one of the best dressed wedding parties Everyone in the crowd was wearing either That's a suit, true. right? You look at the bar, guys in t-shirts with hats on. and I was like, eh. it, it, it didn't bother me. Honestly, if you have an event space, you might expect there might be some events, right? Yes. Any events. So if they're having a wedding there, drinking beer, eating sliders, like I'm all for it. I'm here for it. Okay. Can I get invited to a wedding <laughs> like this, please? You drink enough. Let's, <laughs> let's talk about Guillermo. He was getting ready by himself. And this was the first super emotional moment for me he was not what do you mean he was not getting ready by himself who is he with with chicky oh my gosh so he was getting ready by himself (laughs) i think okay teresa said there was a rodent that ran by or something but he was more or less he was by himself oh my gosh people are gonna give you so much shit it was a small dog right it's a small dog yeah that's all i'm saying i'm not a you just called him a rodent i like uh, (laughs) i'll i'll take a stand i am more of a cat person than I am a small dog person. <gasps> uh-huh. Take it back. Love big dogs, cats. I'm cool with small dogs. Not not the hugest fan. I love all animals. I'm just mm-hmm, saying, mm-hmm. if I had to rank, they would be towards the bottom. Still love them. Still boop them. Depends on ca- what kind of a cat. So he's okay. by himself, getting ready. But he goes, "I wish my family could be here." Of course, being here, getting ready, really makes me miss Jose Joaquin, and I always pictured him being by my side when I got married. And he could probably stop him from wearing that those red suspenders, by the way. See, I didn't think it looked that bad. I mean, not my style, but I didn't think it looked that bad. It don't look bad. I just... It made him look like a child. Like, he looked like a mm-hmm. child. Oh, he did. I know. He looked so young. I wish he was wearing either, like, lighter, like, light blue suit, dark blue mm. suit, like, one color suit. This was like this... Like bluish, grayish. See, you're, I'm, I'm gonna like get so much. I'm to gonna get so much shit because of my comments on Kara's here, and you're complaining about the shade of blue of Guillermo's suit. Listen, we're podcasters, or we're trying to be. <laughs> <laughs> so, Not after this episode. <laughs> I'm sharing my opinion. You're sharing yours, and this is what it's all about. Yeah. So then Guillermo's finished, and when you were saying he wasn't alone, I thought you were going to say because he had his laptop, because you see him walk to his car, and he's carrying this laptop, and I'm like, oh, my God, he got his laptop that he's been wanting since episode Mm -hmm. one, and now he carries it everywhere because he loves it so much. I think it was Kara's laptop 
that he was bringing to Skype his family yeah. in on. But and at first I was like, oh my God, I was so excited well, for Well, I was him. more like, oh my gosh, did he buy a car? Well, he can drive, which is good to see. He must have got his international driver's license, well, right? Well, that's easy. You can, my parents can come here and drive. Oh, they don't need a special license. Huh? An international license an that you get in check or whatever. Yeah. It takes about, like you just walk somewhere and say, yeah. hey, I need this paper in English. All good. So Kara must have done that for him. Mother Kara. must Cara. have. Yeah. Well, he must have gotten it in the Dominican, Dominican Republic, Republic yeah. yeah. Probably when he went back for his brother's funeral. Maybe. Right, no one's, said. Yeah, no one's commented on that. Yeah. Wonder what's Let's, going on. Yeah, who knows? Speaking of his brother, Guillermo gets to the venue, and the other super emotional part for me, there was an empty seat left for Jose Joaquin, and Guillermo put flowers there. I loved it. It was, that beautiful. was beautiful. It was beautiful. Literally beautiful. I liked the tribute. It was really nice. Um, and that was, yeah, that was my comments for the venue. It was beautiful. <laughs> um, Kara makes her entrance. They read their vows. Very emotional. Guillermo. Or in English, Guillermo. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Right. Guillermo reads his vows. The poor guy messes up one word. And Kara calls him out. Oh, stop it. You would call me out too. You would be like. During your vows? Yeah, I would not. But Teresa, saying, you messed up. I'm sure you messed up a word or two. You close your mouth over there. <laughs> I'm sure you did. I did not. Not as bad as a chive. One but person cried during my vows. Because you were butchering the English language. It was me. No. Okay. Two people cried. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not true. I'm pretty sure if I said something that was ridiculous, you would have a fun with it. You would be not like. Not a chance. Not a chance. Really? I will, not. A, it is so tactless. The guy. I, did, I didn't mind it. Oh, she said I. It, she said it with love. If she was no, like. No, she, she was like a cheat. No. And then she laughed it off because she realized she looked like a huge biatch. It was, it was so distasteful. I thought. Really? My note to Guillermo would be because there was I I wrapped up my vows with a line of check, but I you did I wrote it out the way it sounds because I knew if I just wrote it in check I would butcher it so I spelled it out how Didn't it sounds. Did you mind me? What, what I forget was? what I I probably just said like I love you so much or something, oh. but in check I thought it'd be oh. a nice touch. I know. <laughs> but he should have just wrote it out the way achieve sounds and so to yeah, avoid but, that. But his English is really good, so. It's okay. Honestly, I didn't mind that she corrected him because I think I it was with love. Why are we disagreeing so much on this episode? Therese? I don't know, but I'm sure our friends are going to love it. Okay. Um, the only other comment I had about this segment was, did you see they got to the cake cutting? Mm-hmm. The family, the family Guillermo was still on the laptop. It was still Skyping. I love it. And I was like, at what point are you like, all right, signing off. Like, I got to go to my next meeting. They're going to be there just watching them dance. Yeah. The whole night, just on Why Skype. Why not? At some point, I'm like, all right, enough's enough. Like, they cannot be there in person, so this is a way to join the party. All right. They should have had a party, but well, there were s- several people joining, but sh- they. Sh- I several hope they're people. like partying at home. Yeah, yeah, they should have all got together, unless they're well, super far away. I guess that's. Well, what I'm sure there's some like, in like a viewing. VR, they should have had a viewing. Venezuela. They should have had a viewing party. Yeah. for the wedding. My parents had a viewing party when I graduated college. Just the two of your parents. And or grandma, with, oh, and babichka. That's nice. All right, mm-hmm. that's Karen Guillermo. Congrats to the newlyweds. Congrats! It was the first wedding of the season. That's true. Yeah, nice. 
All right, let's talk about Emily and Kobe. All right, all right. Before we start talking about our temperature, yes, <laughs> I just got this feeling that some of the things they were doing or saying were scripted. Not scripted. Yeah. Not even like producer I don't think driven. Yes, or maybe they discussed it together and they'd be like, "Oh, let's do that to like spice it up," but then it's really bad. They're not actors and actresses, right? Yeah. So you can kind of see when they're fight. This is what gave it off away for me. They're like kind of arguing and they're both like having a smirk on their face. I'm like, if you're mad at each other, you're not going to have a smirk on your face. Oh, uh, no, that doesn't bother me because hmm, I think if it was producer driven and they were smiling, they would say, cut, let's take it again. They would say, let's get a real take. If the producers are that involved, mm. they would say, cut, let's do it again. I, the smile to me doesn't, I mean, some so, people, when they're uncomfortable, they laugh. So true. That to me, that doesn't bother me. The thing that got me was Emily really had to dig to get into that iPad. She had to like yeah. turn it on, enter a passcode, and then she's like, oh, it just happened to see. It's like, no, I mean, either you were digging for it or the producer was like, go on his iPad. Also, and- yeah, yeah. Also, like... This is going to sound silly, but I have my own iPad, right? You're free to take it whenever, but you're not going to just go and take my iPad and see my my research history, right? Like yeah. You could. That's what I'm saying. You I could, think. but. I mean, she does, Emily does seem like someone who would dig. True. So I don't know. Let's, let's get there. Before, okay. before we do, it's temperature being shown around Emily's house. She wants to show temperature where she and Kobe live and. Temperature and Kobe looking like ketchup and mustard. I don't know if you picked up on that, but <laughs> I was like, yes, doing like a couple's costume. What's going on but here? But temperature needs to cool down. Hey. Hey. He needs to butt out of the relationship. Like, for real. And also, dude, Columbus, Ohio. I think he got his stats mixed up because he <laughs> he tells Kobe, oh, there are millions of Cameroonians. There are millions of Africans in Columbus. There's not a million people in Columbus. I know. There's like 800,000. Okay, Columbus is very cold. Kobe's complaining about Kansas being cold. Columbus is in Ohio, bitches. A little more north. Yes, but yeah. okay. I don't shit on Columbus. Never been. Colum- never been either. I mean, Columbus, go Columbus. I actually but heard it's kind of a cool city. I did too. Yeah. You know who lives in Columbus? Not Christopher. One of our favorite bands. Oh, 21 Pilots. Mm-hmm. No, I heard I from, from Columbus. I heard from a comedian who was touring out there. They were like, Columbus is like actually a pretty cool city. Yeah, I'm down to visit, but usually you don't hear people to be like, oh my God, you gotta move to Columbus. You're like, oh my God, you gotta move to Miami, you gotta move to LA, Temperature you gotta move is to New York. Not because of the city, temperature's saying it because he's there. Temperature just wants I his know. buddy to move there. And I get that. And there probably are more opportunities for Kobe in a any city. Versus Salina. True. But they can move to KC. I mean. Sure. But again, temperature is just being a little selfish. Oh, hey, I so want, selfish. I want my friend. I want my friend to move here. So selfish. And, and honestly, um, I don't like temperature. I, I don't like Emily either. But if there was a person that was like telling us what to do or telling you yeah. how we should live our life, I would be like, but oh, hell no. Like, get out of here. Like, yeah. This is. We are not on Sister Wife. This is 90 Day Fiance. Two people. Two <laughs> yeah. people in the relationship. The, the biggest offense 
temperature made was spilling the beans that he knew about Emily's pregnancy. Yeah. And that, that's what set her off. And that's what made her go, this is a huge violation of trust. I can't believe Kobe would tell somebody this. This was just supposed yeah. to be between us. And now I don't even know if I can marry someone I don't trust. Yeah. He shouldn't have told him, especially let's say forget about a whole like Emily doesn't want to tell anyone before the wedding. I get it. But I am a little superstitious, right? Mm-hmm. I would not tell anyone before like month five. Yeah. I just not not even superstitious, but, but that's, superstitious. But, that's but Kobe. I would want to make sure that everything's okay before I share the news because I have a lot of friends who unfortunately experience something not as fortunate when it comes to pregnancies, right? And they sure. shared it very early on and then things didn't work out. And it was very sad to learn the news after you say, oh my gosh, congratulations, this is amazing. And a month later, you're sending the message saying, I'm so sorry. Everyone's different. People will share when well, they book up sharing. Well, 100%. I'm, I'm but it's talking Kobe. about myself. But it's Kobe who shared. It's not Emily. Yeah. So Kobe just kind of let it slip. Have. Yeah, you know why? Because they both said, let's not do it. Here's what I thought when she goes, I don't know if I can marry someone I don't trust. We haven't seen any wedding planning from them. We saw ring shopping. Mm-hmm. That's it. What well, we venue? went them to go and look at the rocks. But they didn't look at a venue, did they? I know, no. We it's thought they gonna were going be we in the backyard were. with the swell horses. Right, and nosy. <laughs> let's let's get to that because new day, two days to wed. Kobe's taking care of those swell horses. Mm-hmm. And Emily, snooping around inside, sees Kobe's iPad, sees he's been looking at apartments in Ohio. One bedroom. One bedroom? You know he don't share a bedroom. You better be looking <laughs> at two bedrooms minimum. <laughs> right? I think that was her biggest offense. Does he think we're going to sleep in the same bedroom? I, also, I think it was more of, or are we going to be a family of... Four, unless you're going to be a family of one and leaving us behind. Is Kobe going to leave me behind? Yeah. So she goes out and talks to Kobe about this. And Kobe's basically just like, temperature sent me a link. I clicked on it. And that's really it. Again, temperature, one bedroom. Jesus. He probably sent the, you send apartments.com and it's one bedroom, two bedroom, three bedroom. You just happen to be on. Oh. There was one more thing I was going to mention and I forgot, but I'll mention it now. What I found extremely rude was when Temperature and Kobe spoke French. Oh, yeah. With Emily in the car. Yeah. While they both can speak English really well. And I thought it was so disrespectful. Love it or hate Emily. Love her or hate her. But that's not what you do. Like if there is someone else in the car or whatever who don't speak the language, and you too do speak the common language. Yeah, and I'm not positive, but I feel like it was Temperature who started speaking in French. Yes, Kobe, but... It, but Kobe yeah. should stop and go, hey, yeah. Emily doesn't speak French. Let's all speak English. Oh, reply in English and he'll pick it up. But right. Yeah. No, that's a good point. And we've experienced that multiple times. And you're the first to be like, hey, John doesn't speak Czech. Yeah, I am. Uh, that's he, speaks why Czech. He's, he speaks Czech pretty well, but, you know, just, you know, let's all speak English. That's why I stopped hanging out with certain Czech people, with some of the people in the community when we lived in New York, because... I just found it very disrespectful to you. Well, thank you. 
You're welcome. So the nosy horses, they're back. They're they're here for the drama too. Hello, guys. I loved every time I cut to Kobe, there's just a swell horse being I over, loved it. It was my over, favorite part. Over his shoulder. They're good looking horses. Those are good looking horses. You mm-hmm. may not be able to ride them. You may have to go to the neighbors if you want to ride a horse. <laughs> but they're very posh. Those are posh horses. Beautiful, beautiful. They were nosy. They wanted to know what was going on. And Emily's like, we're not moving to Ohio. I'm not going to move away from my family. I hate, I know it's a valid point and everyone's entitled to their opinion, but I hate the argument of, I don't want to leave my family. When the poor guy left his country, left his family, left everything. I think what she meant is that we need help from my family because we have one kid, none of us is really working, and we have another one on the way. I think it was poorly phrased. Well, yeah. But uh, I get it. Like, in that situation where you have no, you're not financially stable to take care of one kid, and you have another one on the way, yeah. you should stay as close to the family, like in the basement, as you possibly can. I don't think it was poorly worded. I don't think she would ever give credit to her family. She would never admit... They do everything for me because they do. They take care of the the kid. They pay for the roof over their head. But she would never say, oh, my family does everything for us. But true. But yes, she doesn't want to move away from that. And she says, well, we're not going to go to Ohio. We're not going to go anywhere. And Kobe's like, all right, we can talk about this later then. And Emily's like, no, we'll solve it right now. We're not doing it. We're not. We're not leaving Salina. Mm -hmm. But. I'll agree with Kobe when he says, I think I could better provide for this family in a bigger city, which I think is true. True. But Emily doesn't see that. Emily doesn't see anything but her family providing for her. She doesn't see her husband maybe having a better opportunity to provide for her. Yeah, but they should make a compromise. Like maybe, all right, like Ohio or Columbus, Columbus, Ohio is far, but you can move to KC a bigger city he'll probably once he can yeah. work he'll probably find a job there and they're still gonna be within an hour away from her family yeah well let's see let's see let's see that's i hope all these people listen to us because we're giving them these free advices i know well, but this is after the fact true so <laughs> we'll see we'll see if they make it to the altar it'd be nice if they rode in on horses on those swell horses but emily does not know how to do that that's true I can only hope. Right. All right. We have Bilal and Shida coming up next, but I'm going to have to do some meditating before we get (laughs) to that segment. So I think let's take a quick break if that's okay with you. Sure. We'll take a quick break. We'll come back. Bilal and Shida, Patrick and Thais, Muhammad and Eve. Woo! It's going to get good. All right. We'll be back in a second. And we're back. Hello, Jonathan. Hello, Teresa. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. I actually made myself a tea, as you can see. <laughs> I thought, you know, I thought I, my voice, I wanted to give to give Dee that sweet, sweet, soothing voice that she, mm-hmm, com- mm-hmm. she comes to this podcast for. And I thought maybe my voice was getting a little tired, so I whipped up a little throat coat here. That's the only tea John drinks. <laughs> I'm that serious, guys. That's his favorite tea. I just think it's good for the throat. Sure. Okay. Here we go. I am calm. I have my cup of tea. I did some meditative thinking as I nice. was letting this brew. And I should have cracked another beer. See, here's the thing, Teresa. Here's the thing that I tell you every podcast. You need a drink, something neat, 
a whiskey? Or I do sometimes. What are you talking about? Because you literally crush that beer within the first three minutes. Teresa chugs the beer, smashes the can against her forehead, <laughs> and then it's like, let's do it. And I'm, I'm over here usually sipping a whiskey. Now I've got I do that too. Come on. I've got a tea. I just have to be in a mood. I had a headache because it's so freaking hot outside and my car was like a sauna when I got into that. And just driving around by the time the AC kicked in, I got a headache. But I don't understand why you can't sip a beer. You literally chug it. It is done. I hear you put the empty can down before I'm through my first by the way. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, I don't understand why you can't I pace yourself. Like learn beer. to pace yourself. There's a glass of water right next to you. You've taken half oh. a sip out of Ooh. it. You've taken half a sip out of it. Pace yourself. <laughs> Stop. What is happening? This is why I cut you off. Now you're making <laughs> farting noises. Nobody wants to hear this. <laughs> I should have gotten another beer. But let's move on. I'm going to drink water. Yeah. Right? <laughs> I literally came back with my tea and Teresa looks at me and goes, are you going to drink your whiskey now? Because <laughs> I knew she was going to ask for my whiskey like the alcoholic that she is. <laughs> Please don't spit on the microphone. I just called your bluff oh right gosh. there. I can ah. read you like a book. You can share this with me if you want. The whiskey? Yeah. Good. You want to sip? Yeah. Well, before we, we're going to leave it in the center. We're gonna, it's going to be okay. community whiskey. It's community whiskey. What whiskey is this? this is, is it anything good? It's Jack Daniels Bonded. Okay. I'll tell you. Can I tell you a little story about, and then we'll get into the episode. But sure. Let me tell you a little story as you drink Jack Daniels Bonded. I was driving down to Tampa last week. Not bad, right? Okay. Not bad, not my fave. I was driving out to Tampa last week and I stopped at a liquor store. It was mm -hmm. a Publix liquor store. And I was browsing. I always like to see if there's anything I haven't had before. And I saw the Jack Daniels bonded. Skip ahead 30 seconds if you're not interested. But I pulled the bottle off the shelf. I go to the counter and there's like a kid. He's probably 20, 22 years old. And he takes the bottle and he goes, oh, I haven't seen this one before. And I go, me neither. That's why I grabbed it. Thought it looked good. He's ringing me out. And then he looks at me and looks at my shirt and he goes, oh, never seen that shirt before. <laughs> <laughs> and what goes, shirt? What are you wearing? It was my Chantix house oh, t-shirt, the blue yeah. one. It's like a antique, an antique shop in New England. And he's like, anything on the back spin around. And I, I spun around and he read it and he goes, yeah, I haven't seen that one before. I'm like. <laughs> you spun around? Yeah. Because I, I was Gee. so, I was so off put. That not only was he asking for me to spin around, but that he was basically using the same line two times in a row. Like, oh, never seen that before. Oh, never. Yeah. You think you've seen every T-shirt in the world, sir? What's going on here? I guess, I don't know. And no, before you guys call in, I don't think he was hitting on me. I just think he, <laughs> I just think that is his opening line. And then he just doubled down on it. And it was very Did strange. you check your wallet as you were spinning around? Maybe <laughs> that's what he was trying no, to do. I just, it was, I got out of there as quick as I could, but I just thought it was, oh, I've never seen that shirt before. Yeah, you probably haven't seen most shirts before. Mm, that's true. I'm not loving this whiskey, right, by good. the way. Now it's mine. Bilal and Shida. <laughs> Take us away. Bilal and Shida. Now that Bilal and Shida. All right. So we're a few days from away from the wedding, right? Ten days to what? Shida's home, and apparently she asked Bilal if she can have a chat with his mom. Halala. Halala, because she wants some advice. She wants to talk to a woman about Bilal, 
mostly about a prenup. Let's just be honest, right? So mom comes over and I think mom really likes Shida, right? Mom's being very nice. Yeah, I guess so. They sit down, they chat, right? And Shida slowly weaves the prenup in, right? And mom is like, are you talking about the prenup? Is, is, is it a prenup? Well, she brings up the business persona that Bilal puts on. Well, yeah, but and mom knows. Right, and that's when she goes, I, I don't want to assume anything, but we're talking about the prenup, aren't we? Yeah. And she goes, you look at a prenup like you don't trust me, but what does trust even mean? And at that point I go, Halala... I don't think I'm going to like where we're going with this. It wasn't bad. Halala was 100% Team Bilal and nothing but Team Bilal. Yes, but, and again, I don't think Shida should marry Bilal, but somehow mom, like, Turn it around for her. And it. Yes. I don't know what happened. Like, but what not in the, the right way. No. She was she was taking all of Shida's power away from her and basically saying, be subservient to Bilal and you'll be happy. Forget happy wife, happy life. Happy Bilal, happy all. Well, what she was saying, I guess I didn't, I didn't express myself properly. But yeah, I don't think what she was saying was right. But she basically was telling her, you gotta let him lead, but you can lead from behind sometimes. Which is which is what she tells herself in yeah. her in her marriage. No, I'm saying this is what Halala tells herself, and that's how she wakes up every morning and gets through the day. Because yes, it's a religious thing. Halala brings Allah into the conversation and says, Allah has put the male as the head of the family. Allah, he he leads and we follow, but there are ways to lead. From behind. And okay, if that works for you, it works for you. But if it doesn't work for you, well, then don't get it twisted. Find what does work for you. Mm-hmm. And Shida's just nodding and going, okay, Halala, this is what you're saying. Bilal is saying this. So now I'm outnumbered. So I'm going to go along with it. But I don't think that's what Shida really wants. Well, let me stop you right here, right? As you said, they are religious, right? Mm-hmm. Her hearing from the mom is hearing from someone who's been married for years in that religion. Like being submissive is part of the religion. It is. But as we've said time and time again, people are only as religious as they want to be. Well, I think they both are very religious. So as much as you and I don't understand, and you and I are saying, oh my gosh, Aria, girl's power, live on your own, like do your own thing, Bilal is out of control, go back to your country. It's part of the religion. And at least it seems like it, not that I'm an expert, I'm very far from that, but... It is part of it. And you're hearing from someone who's been married for years in the same religion, who is a family. I think it somehow made her feel better about this whole situation. If she's okay with it, because it's not going to be sustainable if she's just going along with it because mom's told her to. Like the wedding we went to this weekend, Mm -hmm. I was talking to the bride's sister and learned it it was a Catholic wedding. It was a church wedding. It was a very religious ceremony. 
And the bride's sister, who is the maid of honor, is getting married in a couple of months. And I said, oh, are you getting married at this church too? And she said, no, I'm not religious. Actually, the bride's not very religious, but it was important to the groom, so she's going along with it. Great. If that's something you're okay with going along with because that is going to make you happy because it makes the groom happy, perfect. But if you're just doing it to get through things, path of least resistance, and it's going to come back and bite you because that's not you're not okay with it, then it's not sustainable. And so if Shida's is just doing it now to, okay, it's just, it's just easier this way, well, then I don't think you're going to have a very happy long-term marriage. Again, I'm going to throw it back at the religion because they both are very religious. And but I then think- why, was, why was it an issue from day one? She didn't just change her religion. She's, she's been Muslim no. since they started dating. Yeah. So she should have let the man take the lead from day one, but she had issues with it. So no, no, think- no, no. She did not have issues with him leading. She had issues with the freaking prenup. But now she doesn't. Now she doesn't because mom says, hey, let's lead from behind. Let him take the lead. It's all good. Like he loves you. It's, it's, I'm not saying it was correct, but I'm telling you that her issues, like that's, I'm pretty sure if she's this religious, she was brought up like that. That's what she also experienced, right? So what changed? That's my question. It's is- the prenup. All that's, if you think back at this whole thing, right? Besides Bilal being an asshole with all his funny jokes. I'm doing the quotation marks. Mm-hmm. It was the prenup. It's been the prenup. That's the issue that he doesn't, she doesn't want to have prenup. She wants to have babies with him. She wants to live their religious lifestyle. That She wants to do all that. Not the prenup and not the jokes. Those were these two issues. But that didn't change. The prenup is still there. Mom basically just said, go along with what Bilal Wants. Yeah, and that's on Shida that she was just like, whoa, all right, I'm going to do that and lead from behind. Right. But what I'm saying is like the issue, like Bilal being the head of the household or Bilal, she, her being submissive to Bilal in a way or the religion, that's never been the issue. Actually, the religion is the thing they they bonded over. I don't know. 100%. It is what they bonded over or it's a big part of the relationship but let's cut to later that night Shida's cooking Bilal's critiquing her cooking of course just well I I was critiquing her cooking too so but Bilal just standing over her shoulder making rude comments come on I would have turned around slapped him and gone then you cook I would slap him with the fish then you you cook it was chicken but (laughs) it was fish I thought she said it was chicken it was a big filet no so either either way She's like, I got to talking with your mom. That's why the cooking was delayed. And she goes, I want a relationship where I know when to submit, when to be submissive. I hate the word submissive. Oh, me too. First of all, to me, it I don't know why the connotation doesn't fly with me. But she she's made this turn where she goes, okay, I want a relationship where I know when to submit. So that makes it seem like she's changed her tune after talking to mom. Now she's like, okay. I'll submit. Again, part of their religion. Our relationship is we are very equal. We are not religious. And we have this very equal relationship, which is fine because it works for us, right? Yes. Everyone else has their own thing. And them being religious, again, I think it's 
part of it and you and I can disagree or can dislike it. Yes. But we cannot change it. You know what I'm saying? I do. I just am not convinced that submitting is what Shida really wants. Oh, I think it is. I just think she should be, if she has to submit and it's part of this whole thing, she should submit to someone who's nice and who cares, who doesn't call a relationship a business. Right. So, yes, Bill's just being an asshole. He thinks he's the funniest asshole, but... Maybe I'm giving too much credence to the word she uses, but she'll say things like, I'm willing to submit. If you're willing to do something, there's a difference between willing and wanting. Oh, now you're too deep. But I'm just saying, she's not like, yes, I want to submit. I want that. She's going, I'm willing to submit. I'm agreeing to this prenup. And she was so surprised once she said, once she gave Bilal everything he wanted, he was like, yeah, great. Okay. And then he was this good guy. It's like, yes, because you gave him everything he wanted. Why is he still going to, he has nothing left to push back on. And now she's surprised. Oh my God. Now he's being agreeable. Yes, because you agreed. But what I was surprised about is that he was willing to put child before 40 into the prenup. How is that going to work? If you, if she's not going to get pregnant before 40, you're going to pay her out? No, the prenup only comes into play if they divorce. So he, knows, he knows that you can't contractually obligate someone to have a kid. So the, it's null and void. There is no way to put a child into a contract. Oh, they're going to. No, you can put they in. They love the contract. You can put in, but what language is it going to say? Oh, this contract is null and void if we don't have a kid. No, he even said some people try to have children. It takes time. Not everyone can. And she's like, no, I know. Some things are beyond our control. I just want you to have the same eagerness. Again, you can't put eagerness into a contract. You can't contractually obligate someone to be eager. Oh, they can. Yeah, how? How do you, how? No, no, they can, but they're going to. How? Because they love. What would you say? What would you say? You have to be, eager is not something that, it's not black and white. Like, eager, there are shades to, that's an emotion. Eagerness is an emotion. It is, but again, these two love the business. They love signing papers and adding things to I just think, I'm just saying, I think Bilal, went along with it, with this whole, sure, we'll put it in the prenup. Because it's BS? Because it's ridiculous. <laughs> it's so sure, That's probably true. Sure, put it in. That's you, probably you true. You put it in. You, there's no way to uphold this. There's no way to prove eagerness. There's no eagerness meter. You can't say, well, you weren't eager on Saturday, right? Like, so I- <laughs> this contract's null and void. You were supposed to be eager. You weren't eager. Okay? It's, just re- so it's ridiculous. So Bilal's going along with it and Shine's like, oh my God, I can't believe it. This is great. Well, what I thought was kind of ridiculous was when he said, you know, I'll invest in your studio and and we don't even have to put it in the pre-dub, which means <laughs> if which something man? happens, it's going to be yours. And Shadow goes like, oh my gosh. Right. I'm like, really? That's literally the opposite you want to have. If you want to have something of your own, put that shit in the pre-dub. She's getting played. That's all I'm oh, saying. Yeah. She's getting played by Bilal. She's getting played by mom. And she's getting played by Bilal's ex-wife. But it's, it's ridic- on her. Honestly. It's, it is on her. Oh, I don't feel her. bad. I don't feel bad for her whatsoever. She's a willing participant in this. I just think run as fast as you can. Yes. And again, it's the reli- if she was, if she wasn't in, in the same religion 
and she was just trying to stay with Billa or try to like make it, I would be like, okay, well, you, I don't know what's going on here, but mm, this is not going to work. But again, I think if people are on the same page, when it comes to religion, other things will come secondary and you will overlook a lot of things. If, At least this is what it seems like. Yeah, I, I don't know. My opinion, guys. My opinion. Yeah. Colin. Completely. <laughs> Let's move on. Yeah. Let's talk about Patrick and Thais. All right. Ten days to wed. Thais is packing, but not to go back to Brazil. Right? Like that was a, that was a tease. No, I thought they were. I actually thought they were flying to Orlando for the wedding. I was kind of thinking, I'm like, is she leaving? Like, no. I, is no. it over? No. No. Come on. But here's here's what's upsetting me in this segment. Thais going, once again, Patrick booked a trip without consulting me. He took control. It's not like he booked a vacation. He didn't book an all-inclusive resort without showing you the trip advisory views. He's taking you to meet his family. And I'm pretty sure he was like, babe, we're going to go up to Massachusetts. I want you to meet my family. I'm going to book the tickets. Even if he didn't, it's completely reasonable to be like, hey, my mom is sick she can't make it to orlando mm-hmm. so i booked us tickets so you can meet her before the wedding it's completely reasonable for yeah. for a, a husband to want his wife to meet his mom and so for her to be like he's controlling he booked this without telling me it's like it, he didn't book a trip to hawaii without asking you if you wanted to go he's saying hey we're gonna go meet my family if you ever want to big book a trip to Hawaii without asking me, like, go for it. Exactly. <laughs> you know, but if I was just like, hey, guess what? Today we're going to go meet my family. If you were like, no, I would say, well, then we're not getting married. Well, I would I would want some, a little bit of a heads a up. A little bit of a heads up, but I'm saying I shouldn't have to, I shouldn't have to ask you if you want to meet my family. If we're getting married, you should meet my family. Yeah, for sure. Right? No, okay. I, I agree. But, so, okay, they're leaving, John's taking care of the dog. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> but then they said they're flying to Massachusetts and then straight to Florida. Yeah. John's going to come to Florida. He may, he may not, but maybe they just don't want to think so. You don't think John would come for a wedding? No, I do, but I'm saying, let's say he does. Well, now they only have to board the dog for a week instead of two weeks. Sure. So I just think you think John will board the dog. No, I don't think the dog's going to survive. I don't think the dog's going to survive the week <laughs> with John. But I'm saying if he does, if the dog makes it, it'll be boarded. He'll probably cook it accidentally. Accidentally, like a little little dog. Bur- now you're going to make little dog jokes. I made one little dog joke at the top of the show, and you a freaked little out. Hot dog. Terrible, <laughs> terrible, <laughs> Teresa. Okay, they get to Boston, and I. Honestly, as much as we debated and asked questions and posed concerns throughout this entire episode, I only have one real question. Mm-hmm. Is Tiffany's husband left or right-handed? <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. I'm serious. And it's, I'm, I'm going to play detective here because... I think he's, he's uh, left-handed. Exactly. Because I'm left-handed. Very few people are left-handed. I don't know the percentage, but very few people are left-handed. That black eye was on her right eye. Mm-hmm. If you're right-handed, there's no way to, to really do that. No. So I think we can all admit... Unless you don't do jab, you do cross. But if you crossed, you'd, you'd still hit the 
left eye for, with your True. right hand. In, you'd have to do unless some weird she, hook. Unless she turns. True. <laughs> I don't know. She's but got a mean bob and a weave. That was a fucking black eye. Like black uh, eye no from one's denying a punch. It was, yeah, no one's denying it was a black eye. Of course it was a black eye. She didn't fall on ice. No. You, you didn't chip a tooth when you fell on that ice, right? All you have is that perfect black eye. I don't mean to make a joke out of it because I think this is clearly a sign. I could not of, watch it. I could not watch the eye. This is clearly a sign of domestic abuse or some physical altercation. So I don't mean to make a joke out of Wouldn't it. Wouldn't you think that the producers, if that was the case, would? I don't think they would put her on TV. No, she, she told that story to the producers. Yes, my, that's my, BS. My biggest surprise is she would want to go on TV. I know. With that. There were so I, many other excuses you could make, or you even said in passing, you were like, I'm surprised she didn't put an eye patch on. Or put big sunglasses and say, "Say, oh my gosh, I have an eye infection. I'm sorry, guys. Like, right. Dude. Yeah, Angela wore a mask for half a season and it wasn't COVID. Yeah. She, I think she had like a tooth missing or yeah. something. Yeah. No, I think it's just like some infection. But anyways. <sighs> yeah. yeah. No, totally. That's that, very that, concerning. I, couldn't wa- I could not watch it. Well, it's because she... It wasn't the black eye for you. It was all the burst blood vessels in her yes. eye. I have, okay. I have a, I have an issue with eyes. I do wear contact lenses. So I do touch my eyeballs daily, several times, twice, but I'm okay with doing it myself, but I cannot watch anyone even putting contacts in. I get nauseous. I hate it. I hate going to an eye doctor. I have to have a good eye doctor that I trust to touch my eyes yeah. or to do anything with my eyes. Yeah. I absolutely hate it. Once I threw up in school because we're watching this old freaking Czech movie that was made in the 30s or 40s. And there was this one scene. It was this like weird, weird, weird movie. It was part of the curriculum, blah, 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 blah. They took a string and they cut the eye in half. I literally puked on the ground in the classroom. I just could not take That's it. The, yeah, I had there to needs go, to be a warning. My parents had to like come and pick me up. I was like so out of it. Everyone was like, ew, Teresa. I, I couldn't. It was the worst thing I've ever seen. Yeah. Ew. Anyway. So I could not watch Tiffany. Anyways. Yes. I just felt like someone should check on her. Do a little wellness check, please, for her sake. I mean, I would think if it was a domestic abuse that Patrick would do something or say something to her like dude don't go on tv if you have guys are having issues but it seems like everyone believed her story here's the only good thing because a lot of things don't get addressed on these reality shows at least the producer said so you went to ufc or something were you uh, grappling what happened and she was able to address the situation so we were all just wondering yeah I'm not like I'm, I honestly I want to believe that it's I know. nothing because she was on TV and it's not like oh she was on TV by herself talking about Patrick she was hanging out with everyone like if yeah. it was concerning I would hope that her brother or her mother or yeah. her friend would not just roll with this whole thing All I'm saying is I've I grew up in New England I've slipped on ice oh, a, a ton I of times to. I've never landed on one eye. Because you always land on your back. You, I've landed on my front you sometimes. Did? Sure, depending on if it's a hill or whatnot. But you, <laughs> you'll break your wrists. You're not going to just land on your yeah. eye. So that's a great point because you do have reflexes. Yeah. When you fall. Unless she was wasted, which is possible. She's a fucking mom of a tiny, tiny child. Exa- I don't think she was exa- wasted. No, exactly. She doesn't look like a someone of, who goes A bottle to- of white wine. Yeah. 
No. Yeah. Come on. No. You're going to say know. moms don't drink? No, no, Dory's no, no, like, no. Call, call in once we have our first child and tell me you've stopped drinking. Oh, I'm absolutely going to be drinking, but I don't think moms go to bars and then sleeping on ice at 1 a.m. falling down. Yeah, you've never been to Southie, Boston. Teresa, you've never been to Southie. We just came back from Boston. We went in Southie. So what's Southie? That's how we get down. Ben Affleck, Matt Damon, you ever watch Go Will Hunting? No. You, you ever see Mark the Shack out <laughs> on a night? <laughs> Moving on. Okay. Mother Paula. Talking with Thais, wondering, is your family happy you're getting married? And this whole this whole segment was a little difficult for me to react to because on one hand I'm going, oh, Thais is maybe trying to play nice or maybe she's being shy. But then the other hand is like her English just isn't there to be able to fully express herself. So she's kind of probably just closing up a little bit. Yes, but she understands. And I think her telling mom that, yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yes, is her knowing that she, mom's going to die soon. Right. And she can at least die thinking, my son is marrying the love of his life and everyone's happy for him. Meanwhile, Patrick, being very honest. I know. That's not the my, case. My first thought was yours too, of like, yeah, like she's just trying to yeah. provide peace. Of, yeah, her son, mm-hmm. everyone's happy. But Patrick's like, nah, her dad isn't. Her dad's not happy at all. And so then Thais is like, okay, yeah, he does wish I found someone in my city so I wasn't that far away. And Paul's like, well, didn't happen that way. You guys fell in love. Hot goes where it goes. The hot goes where it goes. <laughs> <laughs> her Which mouth. is true. It's true. I think that's probably the only thing I agree that she said. It's funny because there was moments where I was like, wow, she's making a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. And then other moments where I was like, uh, I don't know if we should be saying things like this. But <laughs> I mean, she says it was on her mind, apparently. She, she always sure, has. She sure does. She sure does. Her Boston accent is out of control. Or her Loved Massachusetts it. accent, whatever That's you Boston. call it. It's only Boston that so has that accent. So heavy. Yeah. So New Day, Thais is going dress shopping with Sister Tiffany. I can't. And Thais is like, I'm not the type of person who thinks about dresses a lot, but I appreciate the gesture. Tiffany's taking me out, so I'm happy she's supportive of this wedding. Yes. She was going for something simple to show her body. And I really liked what she picked. It was nice. Yeah. Mercedes, the sales associate, was the MVP of this episode because I just loved how Thais went in and was like, yeah, the wedding, 222-22. I know it's ridiculous, but it's Patrick. You know him. And... She's like, probably not enough time to really do this. And Mercedes is like, no, wedding's coming quick, but I got a seamstress downstairs. Mm-hmm. We're going to get you in. We're going to get you out. We're going to get you tailored out the door today. Let's not forget that she was just the sales associate. The owner was just sitting next to her smiling. Wanted that TV wanted time. Wanted to be on just TV. Just wanted exactly. that TV time. Yes. Oh, yeah. But Mercedes is bringing the champagne. It was great. It, you think Mercedes is her real name? Yes, Mercedes is a name. Really? Absolutely. Like after the car? Couldn't afford the car. Named my daughter Alexis. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Kanye. That's one of my favorite Kanye lines. Is that a Kanye line? Yeah, I couldn't afford the car. I named my daughter Alexis. I love that. Great. What a poet. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So then, so then Tiffany is like, okay, let me, let me ask some questions here. As the big sister, I need to know, what do you love about my brother? Mm. And Thais goes, well, he has a big heart. Uh, Yeah, I love him. 
I love him. That's that's why I'm here. And that's where I'm going like, is it her English or is she just not trying to get into things? Or like, what's going on here? I think it's the whole thing, the whole issue about her saying he's different than he was in Brazil. And I'm not sure if I want to marry him, but also I'm not sure if I should share with his sister Mm. as nice and banged up as she seems. I might not necessarily go deep. Keep and she- asking those questions. You can have two black guys, Tiffany. Okay, you hear what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. So I just think that she doesn't want to get into details and she loves Patrick. But if she really is this unhappy with him saying he controls her, blah, blah, blah. It's hard to whip out lies about what you love about someone if you're not happy with someone. Yeah. Does it make sense? It does. I just think, again, she doesn't have the command of the English language to do the fancy footwork to say what most people would say in uncomfortable situations and make it make sense. So she's just like, yeah, I love him. Like, Yeah, but she could have said, he has a big heart. I love him. Not like, uh, mm, uh, he has I'm, a big heart. Mm, I love him. Like that was her trying to figure out should I spill the beans right. or should, should right. I say? Right, she could have been more yeah, confident yeah. in her just, yeah, I love yeah, him. Yeah, right. yeah. Yeah. All right, so then we get to nighttime where Patrick and Thais are meeting up with Paula and Tiffany for some dinner and some and more hard Alicia. questions. Alicia. Yeah, what was Alicia doing there? Alicia was a family friend. Alicia, I think it was spelled A-L-I-S-H-A, Alicia. Something like that. Which is fancy. Yeah, Alicia was there. So Tiffany is like, are you homesick, Thais? How are you feeling being here in the States? And and Thais says, I am. I miss my friends and my family back home. And this is where Tiffany tells the camera, I can't really get a read on Thais because she's very vague with her answers. Well, I think it's her English too. Like That's what I'm yeah. saying. No, 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 it she is. She can't go on. She can't elaborate too much. No, so no. Just- but, but I think it's that. But it's also her being unsure of... What she wants. Unsure, or as Mother Paula sees it, maybe not mature enough. And Tiffany said it too. Tiffany says that she doesn't think she's mature enough to move to the U.S. Uh Uh-huh. She moved already, Tiffany. Okay. Okay. Well, according to Thais, if you asked her, she was just here maybe on vacation. True. So she told her dad. But then mom is like... Are you mature enough to be able to live here, David Patrick? I love your Boston accents the same as your Georgia accents the same as your. Is it? Yeah. You do it. Uh, Well, what what do you want me to say? Say, mom said, Are you mature enough to be able to live here, be with Patrick and her family? And have a family. Thais. You know, I know you left Mexico. Or uh, (laughs) Brazil or whatever. It's one one country. Whatever. It's the same. It's all the same thing. You're not from Boston. So wherever you came from, you're mature enough to stay here. You got to go back and have your tortillas or whatever spicy foods you guys eat from wherever you're from. (laughs) Well, I don't care. I honestly don't. (laughs) (laughs) It's so good. (laughs) Like, speak about, talk about not having a great command of the English language. I feel like. Mother Paul's like trying to be nice and kind of like sugarcoat things, but she doesn't have the command of the language. So she's like, you know, um, 
Brazil's got family, but also not a lot of economic promises. I'm like, what are the economic, what, what economic promises? What are it's we like, talking about? Yeah, it's like, how do you know, Paula? Yeah, you just thought we were, what, pesos? You thought we were dealing in pesos she's now. She's like, she's like, Brazilian food, you, you don't like spicy and tasty. like, mom, you're thinking about, you're thinking about, man, you know, on the border, Taco Bell, your favorite restaurants is not that. You ever been to Fogo de Chao? That's what we're talking. Fogo de Chao, okay? It's different. That's not Brazilian. It's Brazilian steakhouse. Oh, shit. I love that. <laughs> but she's like, no, that's Mexican. And Paula's like, it's all one country. Yeah. <laughs> like, you, you, you eat Mexican food in Brazil? Oh, man. I just, the whole thing I felt bad, even though, like, whatever, say what you want. It was still three on one, four on one. It was everyone versus Thais. And it, I felt bad. I did too. And then mom, another, another bomb. She's like, you cannot run away with my baby, with our baby. I'll follow you. My grandchild will live in America. Uh, oh, come on. Definitely not Mexico. I wish there was like an eagle flying around. <laughs> that would be beautiful. Yeah. With a uh, American flag cape. I think like two eagles holding the flag in between. Beautiful. Beautiful. It's very, beautiful. very American. Yeah. And then and then Paula tells the camera, I don't think Thais wants to marry Patrick. She just doesn't want to make things bad with Patty Boy. And I know because I've been married four times before. <laughs> Believe it or not, one time, two <laughs> times, three times the charm. No, four times. <laughs> four times the charm. No, she goes like, no, go full time. <laughs> Whatever oh, that means. Poor Paula. We hope Paula's doing okay. We, it seems like we hope she's okay. She had less than one year to live, so. We hope she's doing okay. All right. Okay, let's talk about Eve and Muhammad. 37 days to wed. Muhammad is home. A little nervous about things, how things are going because of Eve's inappropriate friends as he says, and the strange <laughs> fire ceremony. Also, as he says. So he FaceTimes mom and grandma back home. And my, the thing I was most surprised about was how much they knew about his life in America. Because they're asking, how's Eve? How's Theron? Like, they knew about all that. And I kind of thought Muhammad just ditched them and hasn't called since. No, if you're close with your mom, as he states he is... You must talk to her. But okay, you I was must talk to her. You must tell your mom. But okay, I was I don't know why I just thought of it this episode. And I probably thought of it before, but it's because Eve doesn't look her age. Like Eve looks really good, right? She looks young, she's nice skin. Looks older than him. Well, yes. But I always forget that she's 48 yeah. and he's 25. He's not 35. He's not 40. He's not someone who's done a few things, right? He's 25. He's a mama's boy. And let's think about it, right? 25. I was partying hard and then I met you. <laughs> exactly. I yeah. went from that to a loving relationship. Eve's done all of that. She has a child, right? She's 48. In 10 years... She'll be almost 60, right? He's going to be 35. In 10 years, she'll be almost 60? Yeah. She's 48. In 10 years, it's going to be 58. Oh, That's almost 60. I actually thought she was older. Okay. So he's going to be 35, right? Yeah. We just went to a wedding and our friend, 
How old is he? 37? Yeah. Right? And just got married for the first time. Yeah. And they're proud. They're going to have a family and all that. At 35, Mohammed would want that. I'm pretty sure he would be like, oh my gosh, like, I want to have a kid. I want to have all that. I'm still young enough. She's going to be close to her retirement, very close to her retirement. How is that going to work? I'm, you not wanna, sure, like, I'm not sure I follow you because he's getting married now. Yes. He so, is. So that's happening now. Yes, not in but 10 I feel years. like he's so young. And I know we've yeah, seen but it. That, no, 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 no. My friend got married late. You think so? Yeah. 37? I don't know. That's late. Okay. So I, I don't think I follow your logic there. I think Muhammad's on track, 25, getting married. And I but think yeah. Eve is late to the game, getting well, married. What at I was 48. trying to say is that. At 35, let's say in 10 years or 37, 12 years, right? Mm -hmm. You still have this, your whole life ahead of you. You're still very young. She is going to be 60. And I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying that is a huge age difference for someone like Mohammed, who is all about the traditions and all that. He would want to have a child. Sure. So how is that going to work? And this is not just. They could have a child now. They maybe. cannot. Maybe. I don't think they can. I could maybe, potentially. Maybe. Well, yeah. Maybe. But I'm not saying this just about even Muhammad, but all these older ladies with the very, very young guys. Yes. Right? Yeah. I Sometimes I wonder if this is the first time you've ever watched 90 Day Fiance. No, but it hits me. When you seem surprised me, by no, like age discrepancies. Me, and it hits me every single time. Okay. All right. So for some reason it hit me on this on this episode. Well, welcome to season nine of 90 Day Fiance, Therese. It's good to have you here. I don't think you follow my logic. There's age gaps. Yes. So we've Crazy. been talking about since episode one with Crazy these two. Crazy age gaps. Crazy yes. age gaps. Yes. All I'm thinking is like, how do these ladies think this is going to end up? Let's say everything works out great. And they have a great love. What if the guy wants to have a kid and have a family and he wants to go bungee jumping, but you're waiting for a second hip replacement? Mm -hmm. How is that going to work? I don't know. Stay tuned to Happily Ever After. <laughs> <laughs> you'll, you'll, okay. You're going to enjoy You're going to enjoy the franchise. You'll really enjoy this franchise. I promise you, Teresa. You know. Okay. 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 <laughs> Let's talk about the real surprise. The real shocker of this segment was when he talks to his mom and his mom sides with Eve. He's... Muhammad can't believe it. Yeah, I couldn't believe it. I kind of can't believe it. And I could be wrong, but if he had talked to his dad, if he had talked to a man, a male, I think he would have gotten a different answer. Because yes. The, the, question was, the question was, should I force my traditions on Eve? Basically, and mom was like, no, don't. You actually should be the one to adapt because you're not in Egypt anymore. You should adapt to the environment you're in. You know why mom said it? Because she doesn't want him to come back home because she can finally chill <laughs> and doesn't have to take care of him. She can just sit on her badass couch and just do whatever she, she's doing. Well, here's my uneducated thought. And I could be ignorant. I'm not Muslim. But I have to imagine a woman may want some freedom, right? Mom is in a culture where she is subservient. She has mm -hmm. to submit. And maybe, even though that is the religion and that's how she was raised, there must be a piece of her that's like, oh, I wish I could be 
in charge sometimes. And so now she hears her son asking, should I make Eve submit to me? And mom's probably like, no, 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 Let Let Eve have a little control once in a while. Well, I also think that mom is not dumb and she knows that he'll... That's the life maybe she wants for him. And she knows that if he keeps pushing things on her, that's not going to work out. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I think I think it's good advice. And surprise, surprise, Muhammad takes this advice. Like If you remember, Azan's parents loved Nicole for whatever reason, right? Mm-hmm. And it was also a very different culture. Nicole was inappropriate. She did questionable things. But the family still loved her and all yeah. that. Yeah. I don't Yeah. It's a whole other yeah. bag of issues. But, okay, let's talk about New Night, 23 Days to Wed. This, this segment or this couple is on such a different timeline. Than what do you mean? 23 Days to Wed. Oh, We've already I had one that. wedding. We yeah. We're, you know, five days to wed and another. Well, they couples. were looking like, so... I literally thought that Mohammed's going to pack his bags and leave. I know. Instead, there is a little date night and Mohammed's like, I don't I don't agree with my mom, but I respect her. So instead of just asking for a green card, he asked Eve for a date night. Yeah, and they head to this restaurant for a romantic dinner and Eve brings up how she hasn't been feeling supported as much recently and wonders, can Muhammad handle how different things are? And Muhammad's like, yeah, yeah, in the U.S., everyone's different. Everyone practices what they want, right? This guy, he's getting a bald eagle tattooed on his arm as we speak right now. He is he, subscribing. He should have called his mom way earlier. Yeah, and Yeah, and he's like, yeah, my mom helped me open my eyes to the idea of compromise. And so all of a sudden they're having dinner and Muhammad goes, there's a beautiful view here. I want to show you. And they get How up. does he know? Right. They, <laughs> they get up and they walk outside where there's a bunch of fire pits, <laughs> uh, you know, ready for any fire ceremony you could ever want. And Muhammad goes, actually, let me have a kiss. <laughs> and he's like, I brought you here because I brought flowers for you. <laughs> and he like turns to look at the flowers and before she can even reach mm-hmm. down to like pick them up, he's like, so will you marry me, babe? It's like, wait, <laughs> what? Out of, like so out of the blue. I loved it. Out of I nowhere. And he was like, oh my God, are you, are you serious? Oh my, oh my God. She's like, babe. Oh my, oh my God. He's down on one knee with a ring and she's like, of course, of course you're the love of my life. Aren't you engaged? So did you see the finger? What, what finger? There was a ring on her finger, There was right? already a ring on her ring finger. I think that's the ring she bought. Stacks on stacks of rings. There's mm-hmm. now two engagement rings on that finger. They kiss and you say what you want about how you don't see the age difference when you look at them because Eve looks great. But when they were kissing, to me, it was like all those articles you read about teachers banging their students. She looked like some, <laughs> she looked like some high school science teacher hooking up with her student. I mean, yes. Yeah, she's older. What I'm saying is that she looks great for her age. She does. But my whole age point was, I don't judge it. Absolutely not. But when I was 25, I was like, before I met you, I'm like, I don't need to have kids. I'm just going to YOLO party until I'm like 35. Then I'll figure shit out. Right. Yeah. I wasn't thinking about kids. 
now I'm in my 30s and I'm married. And it is something, you know, we're th- thinking about or talking about. He's very young, right? He can say, I don't want a kids right now. Let's just enjoy our lives so you can take care of me. And yeah. I'm just going to be living in your house and play with Aaron and do my own thing. My whole point was that in 10 years, he's going to have a very different opinion. But in 10 years, it's going to be very late. Teresa, let me explain 90 Day Fiance to you <laughs> I again. Know. No, no, I don't think you do. Because two episodes ago, Mama was calling Eve his sponsor. <laughs> I don't think he plans to be around in 10 years. I think True. he's going to get that green card and, and oh, go. Oh, yeah. Okay? He's going to be a classic mo. Okay? Yes. I think he's okay? going to be classic So I, I don't think he's going to worry about Eve's age in 10 years. I guess. Okay? I guess. It's a sponsor situation. It's, it's yeah. not a love. It's not love and marriage. Okay? I guess. All right. But why, why would you go through all this? Okay, Teresa, it's called 90 Day Fiance. I know. <laughs> Listen, I love the show. I'm happy he's doing it, but I'm just thinking out loud. I'm like, all right, like we all see you on TV. You were going for the sponsor. So now you're trying to like fix it. So you actually do get to the altar. You do get the green card. Like what, what's going on? One marriage, two marriage, three marriage is the charm. Nope. Four marriage. <laughs> <laughs> it's not just one marriage and you're done, Therese. One marriage is for the green card. The next marriage is for love. It goes on and on. What's the third and fourth for? You'll have to ask Paula. Yeah. Well. Okay. Well, let's wrap this thing up. Jabri and Miona, real quick. Three days to wed. They're heading out. They're packing the car. They're going to go to Joshua Tree. And the only thing I have to say about this segment really is... The jackets? No. I'm not even going to mention the jackets. You can probably find them on Poshmark right now for $29.99. The only thing I will say is Jabri showed me in this one scene, he cares more about fame. He cares more about clout than music. He wants to say, I'm this musician. I'm this artist. You're trying to balance three boxes of sneakers while carrying an acoustic guitar that is not even in a case. And then you throw it in your trunk with all of your luggage unprotected, no respectable musician oh, would wow. do that. No respectable musician would do that with their instrument. I okay? didn't even see the guitar. Didn't even mus- see the guitar. You're not a musician. I am. Haven't you? Haven't you oh, yeah. experienced Guys, my go, flute? Go back three episodes to our check recording. I played this land is your land. This land is my land. On the recorder. Yeah, on the flute. On the, on the, on the <laughs> what do you call it? The Good flat now. The horizontal flute. Everything is the flute in check. Skin flute, horizontal the, flute. No, no, no. It's the flute. Yeah. Then you have the out flute. That's yes. the big one that yeah. I tried, but I didn't really remember. Yeah. And then you have the diagonal flute. Yes. How could I forget? Oh, the side flute. All yeah. I'm going to say is Space Cash wears a helmet at all times, and Jabri can't even put his guitar in a case. That's a good point. I missed that. Okay, so protect your guitar. Look at you. Protect your guitar, musicians. So detail-oriented. All right, so then he just, what, he says goodbye to his parents. Miona thanks them for, thank you guys for having us, for putting us up. Like, she really is sweeter than I expected her to be. She is nice. I I think her whole spiel was that I do not want to live in your parents' house in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, yeah. And so she's getting her wish. They're leaving. Jabri secretly hopes his parents surprise him at Joshua Tree. Which they may. They it would may. make for good TV. Eh, we'll see. It would make good for TV. But Mahala's on this whole trying to teach Jabri a lesson with 
He acts impulsively, and when we act impulsive, there's consequences, and us not going to the wedding is a painful consequence. I have a question, right? Sure. They're saying, oh, we're going to have a Joshua Tree wedding and all that, right? Joshua Tree is gorgeous. I've been there. I've camped there. It's a cool park. You can do a little hiking if it's not too hot. Awesome. It must be beautiful in photos. I actually have seen some stock wedding photos from Joshua Tree. They said, we're staying at the rental home that also be the wedding venue. There's homes in Joshua Tree, I'm sure. Like inside? Totally They must be so expensive. <laughs> they must be. I mean, there's homes in every park we've been what's, to. What's the actress name? She was in Camp Rock. You lost me. You've never watched but, Camp Rock? Isn't that, isn't that where Emily and Kobe went that one afternoon? <laughs> Camp Rock? <laughs> no, it's with the Jonas Brothers. Oh, I'm thinking Rock City. <laughs> yes, very different. Demi Lovato. She like rented a house oh. in Joshua Tree. It looked badass, but I feel like that's like a, a million dollars a month yes. kind of house. So yeah. we'll these see. Two broke asses. How Let's are see. they going to afford it? see you broke asses who couldn't get out of your parents' house till however well, many days to wed. I want to see that. I want to see the house. Let's see. That's it. Anything else for this episode? I've said way too much. Guys, make sure you're following the podcast wherever you're listening right now. It's so easy to do. You look down, you smash that follow button. Guys, smash it like it's as hot as hopefully the Joshua Tree house. Hopefully. Guys, make sure you're following us on Instagram at Married to Reality Pod. There's a lot we ask you to call in about, so let us know. Slide into those DMs. Teresa is manning the DMs over at Married to Reality Pod. She's also taken over the reins on Patreon. Apparently, because you, you you're, heard too, you're too scared. I'm stupid. Patreon.com slash Married to Reality. Join for Seeking Sister Wife. Join to vote on what we cover next. It's all happening on Patreon.com slash Married to Reality. And thank you, Dee, for the review. Nurse Deezy, a beautiful review. I hope my voice was as soothing mm-hmm. as you expected it to be. And that's it. I've said it all. Have you said it all? Yeah. yeah. Thank all you right. so much. Said it all. Thank you. We will talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye.